As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. Test, test, test. Magic Mike makes the Michelin Man more manic on Mondays, mainly by mixing and matching multiple moonshine mocktails with a machete. Magic Mike makes the Michelin Man more manic on Mondays, mainly by mixing and matching multiple moonshine mocktails on a machete. Ooh, all right. That was a doozy of a tongue twister, but the mic seems to be working. Just a little bit of a time for a self-check-in before I meet with my client, Petey Cheese. Petey, of course, uh, a little mouse friend that I have who uh, is also a client. Uh, I take his insurance, luckily, uh, so that works out. Uh, it'll be good to see Petey and see what kind of mouse issues he's got going on in his week. Uh, but like I said, a little bit of time for a self-check-in. What's going on with me? You know, I am still a bit of an improv nerd, and I get excited to work with improv coaches and people that I haven't gotten a chance to work with before. And last night, I got to work with a coach I have admired for a long time. I won't reveal their name because I feel like that's a little too gossipy and unnecessary, but let's just say that they've appeared on Search Party. How's that for a subtle clue? Uh, and um, uh, and they're, they're start, at the start of the practice, they're going around the room and they're saying like, I think I know most of you. And then they kind of land on me as if to say, except you. Uh, and so I introduce myself and say, hey, I'm Ian. And then I say the phrase, I've been around which is just the most cocky and arrogant thing I think I could have possibly said in that moment. And it, it made me realize how much of a 50s greaser I am, you know, just like the, the, the arrogance, the, the, the hair. I wore a leather jacket every day in high school. That's a true fact. You know, and it's just like, I honestly, all I really need to complete the full transition into greaser is just a switchblade, you know, just one solid switchblade. Oh, oh, hello. Petey, was that you with the little subtle knock there? Petey? Hello. Hello, yes. Hi, Petey, come on in. Oh, Welcome. You, it's your time. You. Thank you. I hope I hope I'm not bothering too much. I know I sent sent a message saying I like to come in a little bit earlier today. <laughs> Just a oh, little bit of stress at home, that's all. <laughs> not a problem, not a problem. Uh, do you want to get right into it? Do you want to Yeah, let's dive right in. No no okay. use making chit-chat up top, I don't think. Okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll ask the heaviest question I can possibly ask. Petey, how has your week been? Um, it's been difficult to say the least. Um, the, um, you know, my, my wife and I and the kids are having, you know, just a wonderful little Tuesday night and, um, and I, Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm dilly dallying under the sink as, as I do, you know, over at your, at your neighbor's house. And I I was Mm -hmm. dilly dallying under the sink and I see that the house people have put out traps yet again. Oh no! Again, I thought. Oh no! I thought we kind of had a deal where if I never right. made myself seen, we weren't going to go through doing the traps again. Okay. Right. And 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 so it's just like I'm I, I'm mad at them. It, it's like 
I having too many emotions at once to really be able to process them because mm-hmm. I'm mad at them for putting the traps out, but I'm also quite furious with myself for for touching the peanut butter because I did I touched the peanut butter. Oh, so you you couldn't resist? I couldn't resist. And this you time, this time, see, I know the little ins and outs of the different tricks. You know, you go get one trap from Home Depot, one trap from Lowe's. They all have their own, you know, little little flaws. So I knew what t- kind of trap mm-hmm. I was working with, and I touched the peanut butter without it snapping. But like, at what point? At mm-hmm. what point is losing a, a freaking arm, you know, worth it? You know, worth worth a little bit of peanut. I mean, for peanut butter, I would probably lose an arm. To be fair, Petey, I, I don't think that that's exclusive to you. <laughs> well, I know you're you always know. trying to make me feel better about my bad choices, but uh... no, seriously, I would I would cut off an arm for for a, a, a nice slice of chunky. Can you I, you can slice peanut butter, right? You ever had sliced peanut butter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've had sliced peanut butter. <laughs> it's it's the best. It's the best way to have it. I yeah, think. yeah, I agree. Well, well, Petey. Well, uh, yeah, I, I agree because this is a precarious situation. Because what if you're what if you're looking at a trap and you think it's a Lowe's trap, but it turns out to be a Home Depot trap? Exactly. That you're right. That could snap your arm. Yes. So, well, let's back up. The house people, you call them. Yes. I, I call I call them I call them Jeff and Jill, my neighbors. Ugh, right. Um, I'm always forgetting they have actual names. <laughs> it's not well for for you. It's not important. You don't have to. You know, you're you're. I think if you. If you personalize them too much, it would make it too real what you do under their sink. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be thinking about like, oh, I'm intruding on their lives. You want to think, oh, those are just the house people and I need to live here exactly. too. So I think that's a good it's good mindset for you, PD. But I guess I'm curious. You said that they hadn't seen you and yet they were putting out the traps. Are, are they – is it – are you – could you perhaps be mistaken? Could they have seen a glimpse of you or are you leaving – a trail that they're perhaps picking up on. Uh, how how well, do they I'm, know to I'm put out the traps again? I certainly top, stopped uh, taking shits on top of the stove. So if that's what you're implying, I resent it. Uh, we worked very hard on my on my exercises and my and my emotional strategies so that I, now I only shit back where yes. we live. <laughs> yes, that's good. I, I'm glad. I'm glad I bought you that potty advent calendar that I just saw in Shark Tank. Yes. That, I think that's been really helpful for yeah, you. Yeah, incredibly helpful for for the kids as well. Of course, they love the colors. Um, but oh, good. The kids are doing it too. Yes, okay. yes. So that's that's where I'm. That's where I'm really a little bit scared. Is that I know that myself and Penelope have been, you know, keeping to ourselves behind the cupboards and whatnot, and in, in the in the in the walls and in the attic. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, are my kids getting to that age? Where they're going out scavenging for food on the floors and counters by themselves without telling me. Uh, yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's. That's. I mean. Or do you enforce a curfew? I mean, our our internal clocks just kind of um, keep us awake and loud when humans are trying to sleep. But I right. I do say you know especially during the day. Yeah, we can never go out. That we have kind of an arrangement here right. that we can't jeopardize. I've never thought about the similarities between mice and, and vampires, but I imagine it's a very similar lifestyle. Huh. Tell me more. Well, you have to you have to avoid certain things because they're dangerous for you. Yes. You 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 don't want to be known as being real by humans. I imagine yes. that the, the the goal of the mice is to not be seen as real, yes. but to be seen our, as a fantasy. Our goal our goal with humans is to appear so so fleetingly and and so unoften that uh, humans think we are merely a figment of their Fictional. imagination and 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 in fact yes. never did exist. Yeah. 
I, I, and to be honest, BD, before you were my client, I was there. You know, I yeah. thought that I thought that mice only existed in like Cinderella. Wow, yeah. And and by the way, how, that must be a really messed up story for you. Yeah. A mouse being turned into a human being turned back into a mouse. It's like, yeah, that's that's got to dissociate. It's you really, bit, you know, I, I my kids will never watch it. That's for sure. Um, definitely yes. fucked me up seeing it when, when I was just a wee mouse. Although, yeah. You got to be careful with that, PD, because sometimes if you draw that hard line, it's the only thing they're going to want to watch. <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose so. And, and, the, and the house people, they do have that three-year-old. So I'm sure any day now, you know, Cinderella, 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 Cinderella is going to be, you know, blasting over there, Bluetooth, whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. I, you have a lot of challenges ahead of you. Okay, so, uh, but they weren't, but uh, I want to uh, circle back to this. They weren't getting the, the poops on top of the stove, no. which was good. I'm glad we adjusted yes. that. So what could it have been? What, uh, you haven't, you haven't stepped in any ink or anything, have you? <laughs> no, I, I haven't stepped in any ink. And in, and in fact, good. there was a close call because I think there might be, you know, redoing uh, one of the rooms so and they put the extra paint up in the attic and it tipped over and you know yeah. I almost you know just for the fun of it went in the green mm-hmm. paint but I didn't I I distinctly chose not to you know I you know I've been personally working on holding back from my more dramatic impulses almost kind of like a death yeah. wish um yeah, I, I, I th- I, I've been hesitant to use that term because it is so extreme, but it does feel that way sometimes. You know, it does feel like you're calling attention to, you know, I, I don't know if you've heard the human term suicide by cop. Uh, I, I'm unfortunately not familiar with the intricacies of what sounds well, like a terrible kind of. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a professional thera- therapeutic term that I use sometimes. And, and it does seem, Petey, like you do have some suicide by cop tendencies. I do, you know. Uh, just a little bit. I think what it was is when I was a teenager and I ran away from home a little bit, if you if you recall, I lived in a meadow. I didn't live in a house when I was a kid. Right. You know, I lived in the meadow. So, it's, you know, I moved to the house for Penelope because she was from a house. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I met, I met this, I was a teenager, impressionable, young teen, angsty, feisty, what have you. And, and Mm -hmm. I, um, was befriended by a much older squirrel. And now I do see the kind of, um, problematic dynamics of that, of, of having kind of, you know, he was, he was too young to be too young and too reckless to really be a, a father figure, but, um, really quite, quite magnetic and captivating to someone as young and impressionable as I was. And, and he was a squirrel and he used to talk about how he right, right. would run into the road yeah. nearby and, and, you know, wait for the cars to come and kind of try to make them swerve, play a little bit of chicken, like that kind of, you know, death wish, or like you said, suicide by cop. And, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, many times I do think they were actually cop cars. There's quite a lot of sirens and, you know, Oh, a literal suicide by, Oh, okay. but, but, I, I do, you know, it fascinated me and I never did it. You know, I never, yeah. had, I never had the balls or whatever, whatever yeah. to, to actually run into the, the nuts, if the you nuts. will. <laughs> yeah. Squirrel, squirrel humor. Squirrel humor. I, I, I do a lot of squirrel humor. I, uh, yeah, I, I, perf- I perform through squirrel actually. It's, oh, lovely, it's, lovely, yeah. lovely. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, okay. So, uh, well, okay. Well, I, I, first of all, I, I think I have to dig into this squirrel relationship a little bit more because it does seem like it's had some trauma on your life. Yeah. W- was it a sexual relationship? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Okay. Um, it was just like, um, maybe there was, you know, almost a, it wasn't a sexual attraction, but in the way that lust is so powerful and so pointed mm. at one particular person, it, it was, mm. it was, you know, I, I almost, I almost wanted to be him. 
so badly mm. that it was analogous to lust in its power. A, a, a forbidden longing. Yes. Like, if I could just be a squirrel, which is, of course, impossible, an impossibility, but um, then, you know, all these problems could be solved. You know, I could... Mm. Mm. That sounds like a possible displacement. Mm. You know, it sounds like you're... Sounds like, you know, because I do this a lot where I just, I wish to be something else so I don't have to be the terrible person that I am. You know what I mean? So you think I was a terrible, uh, I, terrible mouse? No, I was talking specifically about me. Oh, I'm a terrible person. Well, I don't think but, so. I found our sessions very helpful. Oh, oh, thank you so much. My human clients rarely compliment me in that way. But to hear that from a mouse is is honestly more touching. You know, it means I'm means I'm transcending just doing human therapy and I'm just doing life therapy. You know what I mean? Mm, mm. Beginning, middle, end. I try, I try for that. I try for a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm. But you know what? Um, more often than not, my, my clients end before I do, um, mostly by quitting seeing me or mm. sometimes by death. Mm. I think I will outlive everybody. I think I will outlive all my patients, but that's just, you know, my brashness, I suppose. Indeed. Um, okay, so Petey, so in this relationship to the squirrel, it, it did seem like it, it gave you the the thrill of, of, of getting close to humans without going all the way and revealing yourself. Yes, I, yes. I'm wondering what, what patterns maybe you've been doing in that vein besides the paint and besides the droppings on the stove. What, what might have specifically triggered this new laying of traps and how can we adjust your behavior in future to avoid that situation? That, that's, I think, my middle yeah. that I want to end you in a good place for. Yeah, well, you know, I do... <sighs> Here's the thing, is that, that that relationship with that squirrel, as unhealthy as it was, it was what led me to Penelope. You know, that was, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was out with him one day when we stumbled upon the house and I decided to go in and, and you know, met Penelope and then eventually we moved to, you know, to, to an apartment after that. But but that was my first, um, you know, it was it kind of, I was rewarded with the ultimate thing. You know, I took risk. Mm-hmm. I took risk that my parents didn't agree with. That the that was you know aided and abetted by somebody who was you know kind of without argument a bad influence. And then I met the love of my life, and we began our life mm-hmm. our, our life together. And and so in a way, these kind of like brash choices have been rewarded. And so you know, Penelope and I haven't been. I think as close well, lately. Like there feels like there's a distance there, and so maybe subconsciously i'm trying to kind of reenact act out or, yeah. yeah act out um be a little bit rebellious within the confines of our living situation in the hopes that mm-hmm. that might again spark something between her and i i mean or something like, well uh, you you brought up that there was no sex life between you and the squirrel how's the sex life between you and penelope oh i mean we 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 do it constantly i mean we have right. 17 children like we're, we're well of course we're, well yeah we're constantly P and V. But, but con- constantly doing it doesn't mean you're constantly enjoying it, especially for a mouse. Yes, I, I, I mean, I, that could I, just be I, the instinct. I can't remember the last time I enjoyed it. You know, it's just. Oh, um, no. Yeah. I mean, the other day we were doing it to make more little tiny squealing pink babies uh, that don't have their eyes open yet. You know, the kind of gross little blue balls under the skin anyway uh horrid horrid little things oh so, i'm sorry blue balls under the skin i i, I, <laughs> yes, yes, I, I, sorry. I know a lot about mice but i could use a little bit of when they're, when they're born and i and i'm only kind of half looking out of the corner of my eye because it is repugnant and disgusting no of course, um yeah. i believe when they're born they can't fully see because the skin is still over their eyes which at birth are blue 
Um, so they, it's kind of blue. Oh, they oh. look like blue balls under the skin. Not blue balls not blue over ba- their eyes. Yes, not. Oh, I thought you were having all male children. No, no, no. I do. I am familiar with the term blue balls. I the, the man in the house screams it a lot. Um, uh, I find blue balls leads a lot of my clients to suicide by cop. But that's another. <laughs> that's another issue. Yes. Well. So, I, I just can't. You know, the other day we were making more. We were trying to make more babies, and I. And I found myself just kind of looking at a little nail that was rusting on the inside of the attic walls. Mm. And I was just like thinking about the nail and how it got rusted and mm. if there was water damage and if we were going to have to be worrying about that. And I, the whole, at the end, you know, Penelope said, okay, you can get off. It's over, you know, more babies on the way. And I was like, wow, I didn't even realize that was what I was doing because I was pondering this, this nail so deeply. And I just like, I'm not there. I'm not there. Right. Well, okay. Well, that, that, I mean, that does sound problematic. Okay. So it sounds like maybe if we can improve your sex life, we can stop the acting out and remove the traps. Perhaps. Uh, This is really, this hole is getting deeper and deeper, but I suppose that's what you do with a mouse. You just dig deeper and deeper. Yeah. We love that. Okay. All right. We love that. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, as you should. Uh, And I love going deeper too. That's also sort of a therapy. Mm. Okay. So, okay. How do we make sex with Penelope better? Have you, have you asked her to wear a wig? Have you asked her to? <laughs> I haven't. Um, we don't. I guess we don't. Any we don't really of... have miniature mouse wigs in the walls. But I guess I could ask her to put, you know, a piece of oh, dust ever... on her head. Kiss of dust. Have you ever asked her to kind of um, make squirrel sounds or like chuck 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 like a squirrel? Or, or... I'm just thinking. Well, now like you now you're beginning like... to make me a little angry because I was perfectly clear that there was nothing sexual between me and that squirrel. No, but you did say there was a, a longing lust from another side. Yes, but I just, uh, uh, I'm not, I'm don't, I'm not attracted to squirrels. It would be weird okay. and strange. If she, I, Fair enough. I, she could put maybe some of the, the, the woman in the house, she brushes her hair every morning and there's always a little bit of hair left on the floor. Like maybe I could take some of the woman hair and put it on her. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, okay. But certainly right. not squirrels making well, little chuck chuck sounds. Okay, well, Petey, this is obviously a very personal question, but I, I think I think it'll be helpful. Do you um um uh, do you ever take care of yourself outside of Penelope? Do you know what I mean by that? That that may also be a human thing. I'm not sure if mice are capable uh, grooming, of grooming, like um like grooming my arms and face to make them clean. Um, yeah. Do you ever groom just your bottom part in one specific area over and over again until you finish? Oh yes, the spot between my two um my two little toes is is always disgusting. It's a, it always needs um taking care of, of course. And of that course, I wouldn't sense. go with the job until I was finished. If that's what you're. I don't. I don't think I'm. Get, I don't think I'm conveying the message I want to convey to you, Petey. Let me. Oh, gosh, what's a delicate way I can say what I need to say to you, Petey? Uh, PD, you ever just go nuts on your tallywhacker? On my tallywhacker? You ever, you ever, you ever jerk it? <laughs> ever... Oh, do I jerk it? Why didn't you just you jerk say it? You so? masturbate. Oh, I was trying to be delicate. No, PD. I was trying I, to be delicate. I don't. It's not a mouse thing, but the guy in the house, he okay. does it in every room every day. Um, oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Um, but no, it's not a mouse thing. It's really, I think that's part of what complicates it so much is that while I have much love for Penelope, it is at the end of the day a reproductive task that we're doing. Okay. Um, okay. So no, I don't do it myself. I don't well, jerk that, that, it. That ruins my next line of questioning. I, I, I was kind of hoping to 
know what you envisioned when you did that sort of activity. But if you're not doing that activity at all, then maybe you're just not in touch with your sexuality. Perhaps I, not. I mean, uh, I, I think I think maybe maybe it's not so much. A, uh, it's just that you know, Penelope. Do, she doesn't she doesn't drop off like a little seed for me. She doesn't, you know, kind of. And that's not poop, to be clear. No, that's that, not, that, not no, poop. not poop, not poop. Okay. Um, again, we make sure to just poop directly where we live. Um, but uh, but also, Petey, no judgments here. Whatever you're into, Petey. I just say, you can be honest. No, no, I just, she, if okay. she, she used to come give me a little seed from like a sunflower or, or come give me a little piece of bread that she might have found kicked under the counter or she might mm-hmm. just kind of caress my ear if I had a little something stuck in it and just that kind of affection isn't isn't there as much and and so even okay. though ultimately our, 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 our love making is for the purpose of, of baby making um, yes I, it does just feel like there's an affection that we used to have kind of missing from it all right When's the last time you and Penelope had just a, a, a lovely mouse date? Just the two of you. You get oh, uh, oh. A, a sitter. You get somebody to watch over the kids. Ages ago. Ages ago. And it is yeah. because of the kids. I mean, 17 of them. And some of them yeah. are getting old enough that I'm thinking that maybe they are sneaking out during the day for the for the house people to see. I mean, oh. I just I, it's a constant fear that if we leave them for even a second that the whole operation will be destroyed. I mean, the last week, only last week, and I, I realized I should have set this up top, but maybe it was just I didn't want it to become true by speaking out into the world. But the house people were discussing okay. getting a cat. Oh no. Oh no, Petey, that's that's bad news. Yeah. What and and you Although, know, I don't the... know where else we would move you. I mean almost every other as you know, almost every other people in the apartment building have cats. You're almost I think you're you know, the house people we live with now and you are the only people right. uh the only house people who don't well, have cats. So I will say on the bright side, Petey, you get along great with the office dog who lives in my office. Yes, I, yes. I will say like that that relationship has really touched me and honestly it's it's really inspired me to write a Pixar movie, but I just haven't gotten it all the way there yet. Um, oh, I'd love but, to read. Like, I'd love to read it when it's done. Really, I would love to. Yes, I'm thinking. I, I I got I got really deep into it, like third act, and then I went ah Ratatouille. It's been done. Oh, uh, and then I mm. I I I kind of got mad mm. and uh, you know uh, burnt a number of the pages. It, uh, it's not important. What, what I'm trying, Petey, this is your time. It's about you. You you can get along well with dogs. Yes, and I think like. Maybe you can get a dog friend mm. that can help shield you from this kind of potential cat menace. You know, the, you know there I mean? is kind of a, an, was... an ancient respect between mice and dogs, but I don't know. I don't know how I would get a dog into the house people's hey, apartment. You know, I don't know. I don't know my mouse history. Can you talk more about this ancient respect between between mice and dogs? I, yeah. I, I only know human history, and I don't even know that that So there was the, the, there was the mice, and there was the cats, the wild cats, and then there was the wolves, the wild wolves. And the mice went in first, and we were very non-disruptive to the people. And then the cats came in conniving, you know, thinking, mm. oh, if we come in and look pretty, these humans will take care of us. And so they did, and there was conflict there. There was conflict there mm. when it was just mice and cats because the cats thought, no, we can't have these people getting annoyed and thinking that we animals are taking too much from them. Um, so so they didn't want us there. They So they, they thrashed us, they ate us, they presented us to their new found lords saying, hey, look what I've done for you. I've caught this nasty little mouse 
love me, love me, give me more tuna, whatever it was. And then finally mm. came the dogs. And the dogs, the dogs just wanted nothing but love. You know, the dogs just wanted, mm. the dogs were kind of soft wolves that came in. And then, you know, generations further, we have, you know, little tiny dogs who just wouldn't lay a finger on anyone. And, and they just wanted to be the human's friends. So because the cats were selfish and the dogs were not, the mice became the kind of natural enemy of the cats and the natural friend of the dogs. Um, that's mm -hmm. how it all came together. And of course, the dogs don't like the cats. So there's kind of like uniting behind a common enemy there as well. Okay. I, I'm slightly worried you're going to give me a pop quiz at a certain point, PD, because I did. There was a part of me that went back to AP US Yes, history, you know, I used to be a professor. <laughs> Were you really? Yes, I was. Was this uh, was this back in England, PD? Because I, I I've been meaning to ask about the accent. Oh, oh my goodness, um, it's an it's an it's an affectation. It's not a it's not a real British accent. It's just something I've put on. I got it. You're a bit of an Anglophile. You know, I just think there's something about my, I you know I've never told anyone this before. Nobody has ever asked me why I had a British accent, you know. Um, maybe nobody's cared. You know, no one's no. ever... No one, I've never been caught because nobody's cared. Like, as much as it's upsetting that you've kind of caught me in this embarrassing, terrible lie. It's just like you're the first person who ever asked why I had a British accent. and I didn't, I didn't mean for this to be the case at all. I was just naturally curious. I... I... Uh, first of all, I, Wait, think British I feel like I'm having a breakthrough and you're saying you didn't mean it. Well, uh, not. In, I mean, uh, that I mean, that's what a good breakthrough is. The therapist doesn't intend it and the patient just kind of realizes it themselves. Uh -oh. I think that's what therapy is all about. Uh oh, OK. I, I, I got to say, I think a British accent for affectation, I think, is wonderful. I think I mean, think about how everybody loved Madonna when she did that. Yeah, I mean, she famously, was beloved. Famously. I have a number of friends when they study abroad, they come back and they say, hello, governor. And yeah. I think, oh, what a, people love what that a nice thing too, they're doing. Yeah. yeah, people love it. People love it. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. It's okay. probably one of the things that Penelope was right. attracted to you about. I don't know if she's expressed it as much. I assume she speaks with like a New York Bronx Brooklyn accent. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I, I think probably the, the affectation made you seem strange and otherworldly, and that might have been part of the attraction, too. Yes. Can you do any other, other accents, PD? That might be a good thing. If she's putting on a wig, maybe you could do a little new voice for her. You know what I mean, PD? Um, let me try to muster something. <laughs> something. Sure. Um, 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 uh, down, down under. Down, welcome to down, welcome to down under. Okay, so that was German. Uh -huh. oh, that was a German accent. Pretty good, PD. What you. else you got? Um, um, let me just let me just think for a second. Um, uh -huh. um, welcome to France. I'm a little mouse. And I'm a little French mouse, and I love my wife. <laughs> right at the end, it got Kazakhstanian, but uh, up until that point, very good French, I thought, PD. Thank you. Uh, but your Kazakhstanian you. accent, I thought, was also lovely. I think that could be another option for you. I just think, like, yeah, having these textures to bring back to Penelope mm. will get, we'll give that little extra flavor to wear. Okay. Maybe you're not focusing on the nail, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, does right. Penelope ever talk about how she's feeling about all this? How, how do you think Penelope's happy? Oh, that's a good question. I guess I haven't. I guess I haven't asked her that either. I, I, I just, um, 
I guess I should ask her. You know, it's just dreadfully, dreadfully busy, you know, with all the kids and trying to hide us all in one place with, again, our droppings um, out of eyesight of the people, but also still get enough food to feed 19 mouths. I mean, there's so many of us. Uh, it's it's really dreadfully, dreadfully busy that I haven't asked her. But, you know, there does seem to kind of be a sparkle missing from, from her eyes, I guess. Um, but I just assumed that was that we weren't going, you know, out into the floor mm. anymore. I just thought it was that it was dark mm. back there, but maybe the darkness is coming from inside her as well. Mm, that is honestly maybe the darkest thing I've ever heard somebody say in therapy. And I, I see some, I, again, I see a lot of patients who have suicided by cop and that's the <laughs> darkest thing I've ever heard someone say is the darkness is coming from inside my spouse. Okay. All right. Uh, good to know, PD. Um, I, you know what? Maybe you're right. Uh, maybe the darkness is coming from inside her mm. and that's okay, I guess. Mm. Um, okay. Well, well, I think, I think we should get you on a date night. Cause I think that's something that we talked about that seemed like it would be an effective solution. I think I, I would say also like, I think you're babying the kids a little bit too much. Obviously, mm. you're going to be worried about them, but like yeah. infusing them with responsibility is important in, in their growth. So pick the oldest one where the blue balls have fallen off their <laughs> eyes. Assign them as the babysitter for the night. Mm. Let them take care of all the blind ones. Okay. You know, right. infusing them with that responsibility will be healthy. It'll show that you trust them and maybe it'll make them less likely to go out and watch Cinderella. Right, 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 right. And then you have a lovely date night with Penelope. Maybe. What? Oh, oh let's do this, Petey. Ideal date night. Okay. Ideal, like, it's, it's, huh. I don't know what the weekend is for Mouse. It's not Friday, I assume. No, it's Wednesday. Um, Wednesday. That makes sense. Yeah, it's when humans are busiest. That's when we can right. kind of get some leeway there. Um, oh, goodness. An ideal Wednesday date night for you and Penelope PD. Just I think paint the picture. it's that. Like you said, we assign the eldest to be the kind of sitter for the rest of them. And me and Penelope, we venture out of the cupboards, right? Um, mm -hmm. Out into the to the floor. And, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe the house people have been doing their laundry. So we nestle together warm by the dryer. We love that. Um, oh, that's fun. That's fun. And then once we're kind of warmed up and comfortable we go for a little little snack maybe the fruit that the people idiotically leave out on the counter uh, yeah i i haven't mentioned this about my neighbors but they they just throw things nilly willy all about mm -hmm. I, I i find i find food on my lawn sometimes <laughs> yeah they're chaos yeah they, they're chaos they're they're real trash people um <laughs> but you know what they're humans and i try and give them that much at least yeah Okay. Uh, okay. So some fruit. Um, yeah. The dryer, about, like, some fruit. Your dryer act is a nice activity. Uh, and then, um, uh, is there any sort of like, is there any sort of like big surprise that you could give Penelope of like oh. something unexpected, some sort of like, uh, I think in humans it would often be like a, oh, here's a anniversary present, like mm -hmm. a necklace, or like a, here's a skywriter saying I love you or something. Yeah. Like, is there anything like that in the mouse world? that we could recreate for yourself to rekindle this attraction you know <coughs> <coughs> sorry i've been eating a lot of um ants um oh no <laughs> they're crawling back up my throat um oh, so man. a date night with penelope so 
A surprise, a surprise, some shock and awe. Let me think, let me think. <laughs> let me, let me awe necessarily. <laughs> uh, shock is maybe a little intense too, but it's just, just something surprise, a pleasant surprise. A well, nice little... you know, it has been forever since we uh, climbed directly up a 90 degree perpendicular to the floor wall, which we are capable of doing. It's been a while since we've done that. It's a horrifying thing to see, I, I've heard. Yes. Um, but it's yes. lovely to do. And so maybe we'll, we'll just, you know, do some wall, some wall climbing, you know? Wall climbing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Kind of reinvigorate wow. our younger selves. Wow. That that sounds really nice. I mean, that's not too far off of like a rock climbing date in the human world. But for, <gasps> You for do mice, that? I can see. Well, we do rock climbing. It's a little easier because they give us like cheats. You know, we, mm. we I, guess, I guess I guess in the human world, there's like a Jackie Chan film mm. where he would kind of do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, we, we, we have we have some similar bonding activity. That sounds nice. I, I like this for you. Yeah, yeah. Running up a wall with Penelope as fast as you can. In fact, you know what? I'll invite Jeff and Jill over. I'll invite the trash <gasps> people over to my would place. You? I'll give you guys a Wednesday. I will. I mean, I don't know that they're going to take me up on it because they often, you know, are um complaining about the volume of my uh television mm, but mm. uh but if we could if i can get past that with a peace offering of a wednesday night dinner i'll see if i can lure them away oh, that would be you're a lifesaver i mean i mean genuinely doctor you are uh, you're a lifesaver you, honestly with the number of my clients that have died you really shouldn't be saying that <laughs> mm. i i I, I think I think legally i'm known as a life taker but i appreciate the compliment <laughs> i really do Petey. Of course, of course. I, I'm always, yes, I'm excited. I'm ex- I'm very excited yeah. for day night. Yes, a hundred percent. And I guess like the only the only other thing that I I would be more concerned with. I'm concerned more that you have anxiety because mm. the cat hasn't happened yet, but you're worried about the cat. Mm-hmm. The children haven't rebelled yet, but you're worried about the children mm-hmm. happening. Uh, Petey, have you ever gone into Jeff's Prozac? No. Or Jeff's. Um, uh, uh, there are because uh, you're often under the sink but if you can get on top of that baby maybe that's the 90 degree wall that you climb is the bathroom wall yeah if you can get into that medicine cabinet there's some treasure troves in there oh okay there's some treasure troves in there for you. Right. look for look for a big long thing that has mtw yeah <laughs> oh no t f s s uh monday and, and tuesday weekend thursday friday saturday sunday yeah, you you know it, Petey. Uh, but also, like that's that's mostly on Jeff because I know he's a freak and that's the kind of pill bottle he has. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, uh, find find that mm. and just dive right in, and and some of that stuff will definitely be good for you. And we'll experiment with it. You know, mm-hmm. like certainly the ratios are going to be off. Okay. So you you have would, the you your license to prescribe medicine then. Uh, in a way, I I I sell I sell pills to Jeff, which I'm not supposed to do. But I'm now prescribing that to you. Okay, all right. Well, if Jeff's taking them, I'll take them. You know, in a way, yeah. In a way, there is camaraderie between us. You know, we are the two heads of household. So. Yeah, and Jeff seems happy. I mean, he is throwing food all over the place, which yes. which may means that I've given him too many pills. But um, uh, but he seems happy. He or he's I shouldn't say happy. He seems conked out. Mm. Is that happy? That's I consider that happy. Yeah, you kind say, of Petey? dead to the world a little bit is a yeah. type of bliss. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like also, again, if we can remove your anxiety, maybe that dead to the world bliss of you staring at the nail while you have sex, maybe that can be a good thing. Mm. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. Petey? Maybe the darkness is in, in Penelope. Maybe the darkness is in you. Oh. Isn't that heavy? I hadn't thought of that before, but... 
Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I'm willing to try anything, any medication, any couples you, date night. You know, I, I'm I'm really I'm really night. open to anything and everything because ultimately, I have about you know just statistically speaking a year left to live. You're left to live, yeah. Uh, again, not uncommon for my clients. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here for you, PD. I, I, I certainly relate to that. And let's like let's make the most of this year. Let's mm. make this year your yes man year. Yes. You ever see that movie? No, but I love oh. the idea of saying yes to things. If that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I meant. And that's, and that's almost literally exactly what the movie's about. A movie I've never seen, but I reference often mm. because it's... Because it's kind it, of in the I zeitgeist, just kind of yeah. in, the, in the cultural memory. Yes, I totally yeah. understand what you're saying. You see a trailer and you're like, I've seen I've it. I've seen I it. Get I it. get it. I get it. Yeah. I've seen it. Okay. Uh, well, okay. So, Petey, we're going to make you a, a yes man this last year. Yes. And, you know, I don't have any medication I think would be good for you right now. But I tell you what, I can lead you in another just guided meditation. Because yes. I do think that that is helpful for resetting yourself. Yes, I'm, I'm uh, open so sorry, to any Petey. of that kind of anything, kind of kind of unconventional, you know, medicine, anything, really. I yes. got Reiki the other day. <laughs> you got Reiki? Well, I, I well, just, wanted... uh, just to confirm, Jeff was... Um, raking the leaves and he did catch my back but so i got I, reiki the other day i knew exactly that that's where that was going i i could have said that for you pd i was like that just means that there's a rake involved and sure enough all right well this isn't quite that pd this is this is a guided meditation mm. i will let you know that this meditation okay this meditation has some like this is a terrible start to uh leading into a meditation this meditation has some language about women that i don't necessarily approve of <laughs> or endorse uh but this is word for word <laughs> this is word for word the text of the meditation okay. i just want to make right. that clear before, yes. I, before i get into it and i may have you repeat after me at a certain point oh, oh great uh, um, mm. and this this comes to us from an angelic cherub oh. which is a gift to this text upon the world all right okay <clears throat> pd okay. just listen to the sound of my voice as i count back from mm. three two one, you find yourself at a raging party, and all of a sudden, time goes slow, slow, slow. Something's gotta give soon, or you're gonna lose it. Substance abuse it, and never come down. You're falling in the deep end of a pool, and you briefly forget your English. What's the point of language if you don't say what you feel? Now it's 10 in the morning now, and you're skipping breakfast, and you're drinking a beverage in order to ignore it all. Because ignorance is bliss, and you've come to embrace it. It's all overrated except for drugs and alcohol. Mm. And now, Petey, repeat after me. To all those bitch assholes that hate me the most, I hate you too. To all those bitch assholes who hate me the most, I, I hate you too. To all those punk ass fucks that just want to talk shit, I hate you too. To all those punk ass fucks who want to talk shit, I hate you too. 
to all that high-class ass that's too hard to pass, oh yeah, I hate you too. <laughs> to all that high-class ass who's yeah, simply too hard to pass, I hate you too. Doses and mimosas, champagne and cocaine help to get me through. Doses and mimosas, shame and cocaine. <laughs> Champagne. Champagne and cocaine. Shame works. And that, that gets me through. Great. And now just to, as we're coming out of the meditation, Petey, mm. I just need eight fast low-pitch breaths <laughs> and then eight fast high-pitch breaths. So a little something like this, if it's helpful. And we're out of the meditation now. Petey, how did that feel? It Are you with wonderful. me? wonderful. I'm with you. Oh, good. I'm with the universe. I've never felt quite so connected to um, anything in my life. I'm so happy to hear that, Petey. And again, don't repeat some of that language about women. <laughs> I won't. But, I won't. but I won't it, is, it is the text. And the meditation just doesn't work if you don't do it mm, that way. Mm. I have to oh, stick true I, to form. True to form. I'm really proud of the things that I said that were meant to be innocuous that led to breakthroughs for you today, Petey. Mm. I... I I'm so I'm so happy with where we've gotten you today. I do just want to say, you know, even though we don't quite know what's signaling to to Jeff and Jill that you're in the house, the traps are still out there. Mm -hmm. So I think like just before you head out the door, I just want to make sure that you have a nice resolution to the trap situation. Yes. Where you feel like you can get your peanut butter mm -hmm. without risking an arm. Mm -hmm. So uh, what can we do for that? What, what, what's, what's top of your mind of, of best, best case, worst case solution? Oh, maybe, um, oh, how can I get the peanut butter? Without, you know, I could use a stick. You could use a stick. I was going to, uh, is there any of the 17 children you don't love as much? Oh, well, I don't love any of them, but I do need all of okay. them, if that makes sense. It's kind of like the chemistry in my brain says, I need it to does. have children exist for some reason. Um, but, you know, I don't actually, they're all quite annoying. A burden, really. Okay. Well, um, did, did I cut you off? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't say anything. I think it's just, um, you know, I had a far off look in my eyes. That, that might have been the... <sighs> Anyway, yeah, I suppose I could, okay. I could, I could, I could sacrifice one children, one of the children for the rest of us to eat peanut butter. You know, that's just kind of a cost benefit analysis that I'm willing to partake in. Yeah. I think also, yeah, I, I think that could be helpful. And also they're blind, so they won't see it coming if you pick the right one, you know? So um, yeah, get a child mm -hmm. in there, get that peanut butter out mm -hmm. and, uh, uh you know what, Petey? That's what we'll do next session. We'll we'll rank the children one through seventeen. Okay. We'll figure out who's lowest on the rung, who we can put out for a sacrifice. Yes. And also, I think like I think that'll also get rid of the traps because the because Jeff and Jill will think, ah, oh, we got them. Right. Yes. If we just lay low so and, it, it, and and right and we sacrifice one, and they're like, oh, of course we got the one mouse, and it's like, <laughs> baby, if you see one mouse, there's many many more behind the walls. Yeah. Exactly. Two, two, two birds, one mouse, baby. Mm, mm -hmm. uh, that's, a, that's a human expression. Oh, you don't need okay. to understand it. Baby. All right. Yes. Um, good, good. I, I, well, uh, thank you so thank you so much for coming in today, Petey. Uh, uh, I will just say, if you have any more, you know, suicide by cop tendencies, <laughs> if you find yourself um, uh, uh, pushing over uh, like a, a, a mop bucket 
to to let the water spill everywhere mm-hmm. while you kind of point at yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, just just give me a call. I'm always happy to jump on the phone. Okay. Can you dial a phone? No, but I could very quickly run under the doors and be over here in a second. Uh, well, I wouldn't. I well, to be very clear, I I, I do want to see you in my office and not in my home, PD. I want to make that clear. This mm. is my office space, oh, and, yes. and this is my professional life. Mm. Anything anything at the home is is off limits. And in fact, if I do see you in my home, I will kill you. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't take that shit. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, um, setting a clear yeah. boundary. I suppose. Oh no problem. No problem. It, 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 it's nothing personal. It's just that I would worry that you're diseased. Oh. Okay. Did that sound personal? It sounded a little personal when I said it out loud. No, it's just it's a thing people think about mice. And you know what? It's true. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, okay. Well, it was great to see you, PD. And, Wonderful uh, to see you. Thank you, Doctor. And, and hey, you know what? This is a terrible thing to say on your way out, but don't be afraid of hooking up with a squirrel. I've done it before. <laughs> it's not It's not too bad. <laughs> it's really not as bad as you think. Okay, PD? So if that's, if that's an internalized desire, just... Feel free to go for it, all right, Petey? Great to see you today. Good to see you. Wow, that was... Um, maybe I went a little 50s greaser there at the end just by forcing sex into it and talking about my sexual relationships and being super aggro and sexually aggressive. But I don't know, maybe that's just my style. Can You, you can still buy hair gel, I bet. Maybe I'll buy some hair gel. Quick note to self. Boy, oh boy, was I just over the moon to recently see one of my old improv teammates and a close comedy friend, Kate Sisk. Kate can be found on social media at TheKateSisk. Also, I'm pumped as all hell for Kate's drag show, The Luke Ass Spectacular, coming Thursday, May 26, 10 p.m. to Union Hall. Thanks to Jason Shaw and Audionautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Shout out to Erin Harland at ERHarland, ErinHarland.com. Check out her new EP on Bandcamp or SoundCloud or wherever you get your music. Ooh, lest I forget, next Monday, May 2nd at 9 p.m. at Under St. Mark's via Squirrel Comedy, I'm in an improv show doing The Tracer, or what you might call The Close Quarters, in a uh, show put together by the wonderful Caroline Egan, Too Close for Comfort, Monday, May 2nd, 9 p.m. Under St. Mark's. Okay, Ian Petey's a very sensitive mouse, so just make sure you put this one in a place where no one can access the file. Ah, this should do it. Great. Now no one will be able to hear this. <laughs>